asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Hey guys and ladies, welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians Podcast. I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in every week and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at 1.5 Lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. And you can follow me on Instagram at Namaste Woke. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ultra Lesbian. And we have a Patreon to give you guys some extra video content occasionally. Uh, everything's free at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Now let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? Yes. I feel I'm almost ultra broke for me. Like Oh no. Not not really. I'm okay. being I'm being dramatic, but <laughs> I was like, maybe I order postmates one too many times this month, but no regrets though. No it was, regrets. As long as the food was good. The food guy ate. Okay, that's really all that matters. Was it good? The food was good. Okay. And the food guy ate. Okay. So. You know, as long as you enjoyed yourself. I'm not mad at my purchases. <laughs> They're not regretful purchases. It's yes. more like. I needed it, you know. It's it's better to eat than not It's for food. Eat. You know, that's nutrition. Um, What'd you eat? You eat nothing with no greens in it. <laughs> Talk about nutrition. I got like Shake Shack. Oh, God. <laughs> and the Thai place down the street. <laughs> no. You gotta start eating greens, bro. Bruh, they be, um, in my, what's it called? In my chicken pad thai, they be having green onions. No, I'm talking about you have to eat, like, <laughs> like, yesterday I got a salad from Sweet Green for the first time. It wasn't a bad salad. I would never order that. But I think I'm gonna start telling myself, if I'm gonna order out, I have to get something healthy. That's good if that's for you. I'm not gonna do that for myself. <laughs> I, why don't you want better for yourself? <laughs> I just wanted a meal that I was going to enjoy, and I did. You know what? That's fair. I can't be, even be mad at that. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me get some fucking greens. Fuck that. <laughs> Damn. Fuck the vegetables. Leave me alone. <laughs> this nigga don't eat vegetables, y'all. I eat them occasionally. I am very scared of you. When when I get um my General Souls chicken, there's broccoli in there. I eat it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you eat all of it? No. <laughs> oh my god. Leave me alone. No. I this is a pressing issue. I feel <laughs> It's really not that deep to be honest. Your organs say otherwise. <laughs> Meanwhile your organs are like, help me. I think it's fine. You know, I started taking vitamins. I think I'm good. You take them every day? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I can't rag on you too much because you with vegetables is me with water. See, I think that's almost worse. It is worse. I don't know. Especially as a smoker, I think that's worse than me not eating vegetables is you not drinking that much water. <sighs> Look, I'm just... And it's not like I'm like, water's nasty or anything like that. Like, I have a tea kettle. I have a water dispenser. I just... Eating and drinking for me is a hassle anyways. I just... I don't like doing it, really. I mm. feel like humans should have evolved to be able to take a pill to get all the nutrition that we need at this point. That would really be ideal. I'm at like, this point. <laughs> yes, we have the ability to taste, but sometimes I'm just lazy. I feel that. I, sh- I should have the option some days, <laughs> you know? Agreed. A few days out of the week. <laughs> Speaking of weeks, 
this is going to be week six. No stimmy, no checks, no no bill passed. Mm. No nothing except the Crickets. same same old shit. Same old fucking shit. <laughs> Ain't nothing new. Nothing changed. <laughs> it's literally like I know they just passed something in the Senate. It was like one point nine trillion dollars, and it's definitely going to reje- get rejected by the House. So it really doesn't even count. Um, but it's really crickets. And people are like, oh, we're still in a transition period. We're still in a transition period. Nah, y'all are making excuses. It's literally clockwork. Like, and I'm just over it. Like, I don't even be keeping up. Because every time they say, like, oh, we're going to pass something. It's like, why are you even telling me if it's not going to, if, if the not, Senate's not going to pass it, then what's the point? If it's not in, in law or whatever, just don't even tell me. Like, it's just annoying. And I was like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) And I don't, I'm not sure if this was this week or last week, but he said in in a speech or like an interview question thingy, he was like, yeah, I'm not canceling $50,000 worth of student debt. Basically, he was like, fuck y'all student loans. Um, I'm a lying liar. (laughs) I just, it's like I knew it was coming. Because they campaigned in Georgia off of, yeah, we're about to give you guys $2,000 check, $2,000 checks. And, like, niggas went out and voted. Well, not me, but um, <laughs> niggas in Atlanta and Georgia and stuff. And, like, really carried it home, made the state blue. And... Off of lies. Off lies! Like, they was like, we gonna get y'all $2,000 check if y'all vote for the... If y'all make a, a Democrat majority, we're gonna, we're gonna do this and that for you. It's crickets. Why did you even have to say that? Like, why even lie? Just say we're better than Republicans, because that's really what y'all run off anyway. Exactly. Just say, well, at least we're not Republicans. Like, that's y'all whole platform anyway. So... You don't have to say anything else than that. We're just like, yeah, we're sheep. Like, we're mindless yeah. people who have to go and vote for you to not do anything or they could have simply gave us our checks that too because we could have been had money by now (sighs) it's been over a month (laughs) and you got you doing all this other shit but my signing my fucking check joe biden (laughs) where's my check (laughs) and i'm like regardless if you're working or not you should be getting a check because they were like, oh, we're going to increase unemployment benefits of an additional 400 a week. But I'm like, some niggas is not unemployed. It's underemployment. Like, yeah, people are still employed by their job because their job doesn't want to pay the unemployment benefits. Like, Right. Niggas are getting like 10 hours a week or something. Yeah. And they can't get unemployment because they're still employed, but they're not getting the I think money they're getting they a portion, but it's literally no more than $100. Useless. Like, yeah, we've been lied to, we've been bamboozled. As usual. Run amok, <laughs> run astray. <laughs> As usual. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, it's really the same old, same old, to be honest. I don't know why we thought it was going to be different. I mean, I didn't, but some of y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just really frustrated because people are still dying and, like, everybody's running out of money. And we're all just ignoring it. Like, I was hanging out with my friend the other day, and he bought, like, a $22 candle. Who's like, you know what? It doesn't even fucking matter anymore. <laughs> I was like, why are we, like, at this expensive candle shop? And he was like, it doesn't even fucking Mm-mm. matter. If you don't go to Walmart, Walmart candles are fire, actually. The scent is very strong. My little $3 candle from Walmart is powerful. It's all the additives and preservatives that are... Mm. That's what my dad says, anyway. Lo- love it. Love it. <laughs> More of that. More of that. I think I have such a morbid outlook on life because when I was growing up, my dad, like, 
we couldn't do microwave popcorn because it was going to kill us and like give us cancer like we had oh yeah every time we would have popcorn at your house yeah i would make it on the stove we'd have be like like, it was the fucking 1950s (laughs) (laughs) yo like fucking shaking the thing on the stove and my and then you can hear from upstairs whoever's making popcorn and my mom was like i hope you're making enough for everybody like i just want to pop some popcorn in the microwave i was like i just need an individualized serving size <laughs> and we couldn't eat like more than 15 carrots because my dad was like yeah it'll like he thought it would mess up your vision if you ate too many carrots so we couldn't do that like just oh, brother nutcase conspiracy <laughs> theories and that's why i am also a nutcase conspiracy theorist <laughs> runs in the family i guess yeah because okay i was thinking this week and i was like we have three times the population's vaccines right that we need for the united states but there's still a vaccine shortage like how it's not adding up to me where where who said that that we had we, we have ha- we have enough vaccines for three times for- the population yeah this is news to me because literally all i hear is about the fucking shortages but there's enough for three times the population so what's the hold up hold on let me double check it i could be wrong i'm pretty sure i've seen this though yeah here it is right here bbc.com says that we have two times the number of doses that we need for the pfizer vaccine and two times the amount that we need for the moderna vaccine interesting and that rich nations represent just 14 percent of the world's population but have bought up 53 percent of the most promising vaccines so, yeah, that's, like, hmm. two to three times more than we need. Very interesting to me. Yeah, because all you hear about is the shortage. And I hate being a conspiracy theorist, especially about coronavirus. I really do. I really do. <laughs> but I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? It did not have to get like this. Yeah, it's not adding up. It is not looking good for this season of America. I mean, we've been new, but... (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Yeah, and I'm like, the way they're, like, phasing out how, like, different groups are getting the vaccine, I'm like, if we had enough for everyone, couldn't we just be like, hey, everyone, come and get one? I don't know. But I think, well, I'm not even sure if you can blame, especially, like, black people not getting vaccinated. I don't even think you can blame... The vaccine rollout on people not wanting to get the vaccine because everyone I've been like, you think they're trying to starve us out for the vaccine? Like they're <laughs> like you know, you know as a technique to like get more people to take the vaccine. Like okay, we're about to like not give you any more. We're not gonna give you checks. We're not gonna open anything. We're like they're sick. <laughs> I'm like I mean effective because it's working. It definitely yeah. has worked on me. It's worked on my mom. My mom was definitely like a they're gonna microchip us person. Oh, and now she's getting her vaccine she's on like, like Saturday. Out for the vaccine. <laughs> she said infected in my veins. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it it don't have to be like that if that's the case. It don't have to be like this. Oh my god. <laughs> in, in conclusion, it don't, it don't have to be, to be like, like this. this. <laughs> and like even the way like I've been hearing a little bit about how those companies are like doing treating other countries to like get the vaccine i'm like it don't gotta be like this like just give them the vaccine i is is does not make sense at all and even those other countries when they were going through their epidemics like ebola zika like stuff that didn't really touch the united states you know what 
I think I said this a couple episodes ago. Never say it couldn't be you because Americans was really cocky during Ebola and Zika. Americans were mm. very, very cocky. That was the year that I had that job in Puerto Rico. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Zika can't touch me. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, Zika can't touch me. And the American government was like, what? Like, yeah, you can go down there. Of course. Like, uh-uh. we did not take epidemics seriously at all. Because, like, the vaccine companies here weren't making vaccines. Like, there was no widespread vaccine for Ebola and Zika because they had no interest in it because it wasn't American. Like, Oh. So. So now we're not prepared. Yeah, now. Yeah, and we're not really prepared because when Trump got in office, he, like, basically threw out the plans. Like, not him specifically, but uh, he dissolved that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. He dissolved that, um, the pandemic response. And I'm like, of course he did. Of course. Of course. Literally everything that can go wrong <laughs> is going wrong. That's why I was so surprised when nothing really happened this week. I was like. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, stuff happened this week, but. I was just, I just didn't care. I just didn't care. I was like, all this shit, I was like, none of this matters. <laughs> like a $22 candle, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. It does not matter. I'm just gonna listen to my little songs, watch my little <laughs> videos. Speaking of songs and videos, though, Chloe and Hallie dropped a golly hour music mm, video. Yes, video was everything. I really liked it. I was like, I don't know what the concept is, but... Vibes. Vibes and damn good vibes it was very good vibes there were damn good vibes it was a budget in it (laughs) there was a budget there was choreography a little bit there was style there was shout out to chloe and hallie's creative team because they're on it they never miss okay actually they actually did miss in the video so there's a scene Uh, there's a part they're dancing with the other two background dancers and their hair is up in a ponytail but they have a kanekalin ponytail on top of the fucking dreads I mean, yeah, because it was a long ass thing. Obviously, um, no, it wasn't y'all couldn't gonna... got no fake dreads. So I don't know. I don't. I didn't look at it that closely. So I saw it immediately. I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't like it. Literally, like they wrapped it like a ponytail and brought it down. But I'm like, you could have gotten some fake dreads and done that, and had it been a little bit more seamless. I don't know. It really bothered me. It really, really bothered me. I don't know. I guess maybe that was a quick cut scene. I don't know, but I'm gonna go ahead and ignore that. <laughs> I was like, y'all missed on that one. The rest of the video, beautiful vibes, really good great vibes. Gowns. I mean, but if you look from far away, from though, far away is fine. The hair looks great. I'm like, okay, long braid, long. They ponytail. zoomed in on Chloe, and that's why I saw it because she oh. made a turn, and I was like, huh? I was like, hold up. <laughs> um, but otherwise, otherwise, their team is on it. Their outfits, they always look good. It it gave me it's like good. I like the vibes in this because they're different than other vibes. Does that make sense? Like, other people's music video vibes are very, <laughs> I don't know, they just, Parkwood gives a certain je ne sais quoi to their videos that other companies do not. Because mm. even I for, guess. like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Like, if I, because Ariana Grande's video for 34, the original 34, We're 35. We're not even talk about that. was also vibes in a budget. But, but it's it, like, why was that vibes in a budget not good? Or it just didn't make sense. And this one did. A little different, bit. Different teams. Different teams. One is Black Excellence. The other one is Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm also just biased. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> they look great. The dancers were great. Mm-hmm. And then they also released this Chrome edition of their album, which is basically just a deluxe edition, but it only has two new songs. And I was like. Why do artists drop deluxe albums? I'm sorry. 
they want to give us extra songs that didn't make it to the final cut. Maybe just turn know. them shits into singles. Make it just like an EP or something. I don't know. But I I was like, you got this beautiful new album cover mm-hmm. and just two new songs. Like, what was the original purpose of a deluxe album? I think either sell more records and just add more songs, I guess. I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, so it says a deluxe music album will contain the same music that the standard one has, but will feature extras such as bonus tracks and or video footage in the form of a companion DVD. Yeah, bonus stuff. That's literally it. Just bonus content. Okay. And I only listened to these new songs, Hazy and 8020, once each, because I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, wasn't really... I mean, they were good, but I wasn't, like, impressed or anything, and I was just like, whatever, I'll listen to them again sometime. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all this, eh, I don't know, I really liked the cover, mm-hmm. so I was like, y'all couldn't have given me, like, four or five new songs? <laughs> I don't know, am I asking for too much? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very impressed by like any of the deluxe albums that I've seen or heard. I think Young BBK also did a deluxe album. I was like, eh. did the deluxe come out? I think she's just saying that it's coming. Oh, I was for like, after the rain. Oh, I was like, eh. no, but like I, I don't know if I need one. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it. Oh, she also made a deluxe of um, her album Girls, which maybe was that's the one. Good. I'm talking I don't about. know. It was just like, it's just that's literally all deluxes. There's just really some extra good. songs. I feel like we could package that into a, a new project. Yeah, I don't know. I would just make it a separate little EP and just be like, hey, these are tracks that didn't make it to the album. Y- yeah, and or... Because that's really all it feels like. It always yeah. feels like it's just some songs you threw on, you threw in the bag. like. And you're like, you know what? Actually, the album did well. I'm, I'm going to add these. Yeah, especially if like your album has like a certain flow mm-hmm. and then you get to the end and then it's like these random bonus tracks mm-hmm. and they don't even go kind of like yeah. in the same flow. It's like what, what I is understand. This? <laughs> yeah, I just haven't seen a bonus like a deluxe that I'm impressed by. Yeah, that actually like adds to. I will say for Young Baby Tate's Girls, the last song on there kind of wrapped it up nicely and was like a nice outro, but uh-huh the other bonus tracks it was kind of just like yeah here's some songs <laughs> yeah and it's like I'd, I'd rather that packaged in a different way than a deluxe yeah. album that's what i do appreciate about meg she doesn't give us she gave us a slap not chopped version of sugar which i listened to the other day and i was like you know what i might have to go listen to that it was because it was i mean sugar good. wasn't even that good but uh sugar wasn't bad chopped screwed one might sound sugar wasn't bad fire. she has a uh, chopped and screwed to make it hot too. I think that one's really good. Mm. I will have to check them out. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather it just be like stylistically different, like do something like that instead of making like giving me like random bonus tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, then it'd be fucking up my library. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I like to have my music library a certain way, and then the deluxe be throwing it off. Like, I just think it would be cool if artists like. Paid, like, with their, I guess, deluxe album or Chop Not Slopped album. Or I'm like, even for DMV artists, I'm like, I would love to hear a go-go version of your album. Mm. is the only one. She said, you gonna get this um, go-go remix, though. Yeah, like, I would really enjoy that. Or, like, I don't know, wherever you're from and the music style that is popular there, or, like, a, an accumulation of some of the musical styles that are popular there, I'm like, yeah, like, why not... I guess that's more money and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't know. I just think it would be interesting. I think it would be interesting. Niggas don't see the vision. Niggas don't see the vision! They don't see the vision. 
Speaking of visions, your obsession with hot pink, let's discuss. Um, I feel like we don't have to expose me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really a good album. I'm still obsessed over it. Yeah, since I started listening to it however many weeks ago, <laughs> I've been like, okay, I kind of like this. I listen to it a lot. <laughs> have you listened to Kali Uchi's no. album? I haven't listened to anything of hers since. I haven't either, that first and I'm wondering album. why. I'm like, I don't know. And I think did she do an all Spanish one? Because if so, I'm not interested. It's kind of good though. I, <laughs> I mean, to I'm, one it song. might be good, but I'm like, I pre- I prefer English albums. Um, oh, problematic, problematic. I don't problematic. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's gonna have words, I prefer them to be in English. I don't know. I might have to give Kelly just a listen because one of her songs is like blowing up on TikTok right now. Is it from new release? Yeah. It's oh, that okay. tele... tele. And I think she... I don't know. I wasn't sure, but I think she was on some fake gay shit, whatever this era is for her. This era? Yes. Whatever. I remember seeing some video of hers on Twitter, and it was like some Spanish... She was singing in Spanish, and she was like being a little gay, and I was like, is this queer baiting or what? Because if so... Okay. I was like, um, I don't even want to get myself involved if this is not for real. I don't hate Kali <laughs> Uchikuchi. I, I mean, I've heard some problematic stuff about her too, but it's not enough. She don't get no money from me. She so doesn't get money. From I'm gonna me, keep so. listening <laughs> because I didn't pay for it. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> get money from me, but I, I maybe I'll give her stuff a listen and come back next week. I don't know. I'll. I was debating if I even want to listen to her, whatever she released after her album Isolation. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I'm not sure if I'm interested or not. Yeah, it's like she veered off, but like it's a good veer off. She's she's captivating like the the gay like spanish market mm. really will oh, okay y'all latin latinx latinx gay latinx. people love cali Uches. good for y'all <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think she does make some good music though i like think her she, early stuff yeah her early stuff was really good speaking of stuff that's early oh my gosh nostalgia jesus the nostalgia train has taken over twitter this week <sighs> I'm not mad at it. I didn't really see it, but I was uh, on Netflix and I saw that iCarly came back. I was like, iCarly kind of shaped me as a person. (laughs) And I, if you think about it, it makes sense. A little bit. Like iCarly was one of them shows where it just, I don't know. It just, all the characters like hit for me. Like I was like, Ooh, this is really good. Like it was just really funny to me. And it was, it was just, like, iconic. It was really iconic. The first few seasons iconic. Cause you know, it did fall off. It did fall off. It fall off. Ugh. I'm not using the right tense. It fell. Yes. <laughs> it did fall off by the end there. But, um, once they got, cause Sam was definitely gay and, and they should have ran with it. They should have let my girl be gay. Let my girl be gay. Like, <laughs> I think she's straight in real life. Do not have a curdy. Yeah. But Sam. Sam was gay. <laughs> and I hate that they tried to like put her with Freddie. Cause I was like, also she's been mean to Freddie this whole time. I'm like, mm. I was like, we can't like this enemies to lovers thing was <laughs> not, it was unbelievable because that girl was a dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Please. She was wearing the plaid shorts in one of Please. the episodes, the pink plaid shorts. And was she wearing flannels like every other episode? Yes. That's like textbook white lesbian. Come on, let's go. Come on. With the curly <laughs> hair, textbook white lesbian. <laughs> I think that was actually my, not that I had thing for Sam, but like, I was like, <laughs> You're like, maybe I'm... Yeah, I think that was, like, my <laughs> awakening. And maybe that's why I feel a connection to the show. Because I'm like, you know what? I really identify with Jeanette McCurdy, like, Sam's character. Like, I'm mean, I'm gay, 
Uh, I eat a lot. I like food sometimes, mm. and I'll eat, like, really unhealthy. <laughs> uh, and she's just, like, mean in a way that is really funny. Yes. I'm like, yeah, the enemies to lovers trope. Oh, gosh. Yeah, plus, the whole Sam and Freddy thing was incredibly forced. Like, incredibly forced. Let's not... Um. It uh, was if only Nickelodeon could have been more progressive. We could have had a whole well, little like maybe not even a coming out thing, but I think because Freddie was her first kiss, mm-hmm. it could have been with a girl. It could yeah, it could have been, and that would have been the cutest little scene out on the balcony like that. <sighs> Man, uh, what could have been? What could have been? <laughs> but I think they're restarting iCarly now, but she's not coming back. Like a reboot? Yeah, don't Let's leave some don't things think... in the past. Oh, please, just God. leave some things untouched. Ugh. Every, we do not, like, enough. We have enough reboots. I want to see original ideas. Yeah, it's everyday reboot or the humanization of some animated shit. Oh, yeah, like a, um... Live action? Yeah, live action version. Like, please, it. some things just need to stay animated. You can't do it justice. You can't do it justice. And some things just need to stay in the past. Like, stop ruining the legacy of this. Like, that's if they made a live action Toy Story. Oof. Like, why would you do that? Just leave it alone. Just leave it. <laughs> Honestly, Toy Story 3 was a bit much. Let's not even... Let's Not too much on Toy Story 3. That Stop. was excellent. Uh, 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 All uh. the Toy Stories were excellent, actually. All of them were excellent, but Toy Story 2 was the best. Okay. You could have just said that. You ain't got to talk shit about Toy Story 3. I'm not really talking shit about Toy Story 3. I'm just saying it was <laughs> a little unneeded. Like, it could have stopped it, too. Okay. Anyways, Could've stopped it too. I think they were all needed. Like the last one, I guess it wrapped it up. It was lo- hell. Okay, appreciate a good series, a good <laughs> wrap up. <laughs> no, but that's if they made like a live action of Toy Story. We like some things we just don't need. Some things just okay. It was finished back then. Allow it to be finished. Yeah, just let it die like peacefully. Let us remember it as it was. As as it was. As it was. I want to remember Panic at the Disco as they were, but Brendan Urie gets my fucking nerves. He's, (laughs) you know, I just, I just don't even, I don't even acknowledge that he's there anymore. I remember Panic at the Disco for their first two albums with them long ass titles. You just had to be there. It was a moment. In middle school, early high school listening to Panic at the Disco, you just had to be there. Like, I'm sorry. That was my first concert that I went to, too. I went to my friend, um, shout out Haley. My friend Haley and I, she bought me tickets, and we went to Panic! at the Disco concert, and I think I cried. (laughs) I was so happy. We were, like, in the fucking nosebleeds, and I was like, like, oh, my God, I love this band. (laughs) I love that. I'm like, all the bands, I mean, I still be listening to them, but I was like, Pierce the Veil. People were like, you had to be there. Had to be there. Sleeping with the Sirens. Listen, Pierce the Veil, first album, Flair for the Dramatic. The next album, listen, actually, all the first three albums, fire. Everything after that, not not that great. But the first three albums, (sighs) woo! Man, had to be there. Uh... Hot Topic had to be there. When Hot Topic was like the devil uh, store. Yes, it was like dark and grimy. Ooh. I was like, wow. I'm what what it's become today is a little sad, but a bit sad. And I think I remember like the transition as well when it started yeah. being a little more light mm-hmm. and it had more like joke t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are the bands? Ugh. Where are like the grimy designs? You know, some things and you know, I don't know if you remember Wet Seal. That used to be my yeah. fucking store. Wet Seal? Mm. 
I'm glad they shut down, though, because, you know, it's sometimes it's just better that things die. You know? Yeah. Some They have their time. They have their time. Wet Seal could no longer compete about against, like, Fashion Nova and things like that. They wouldn't be able to. I loved Wet Seal because it was the only place in America where I could get long jeans <laughs> that, like, fit me. It wouldn't be... <sighs> Shout out Wet Seal. Tall people problems. Tall people problems. <laughs> And then they were talking about these other stores, Blockbuster. They killed my nigga Blockbuster. And of course, Radio Shack. We were like, had to be there. They killed my nigga Borders. Sitting in a Borders Man. as a child. Ugh. Uh, getting, going, just the bookstore as a child. Ugh, love the bookstore. Love getting books. It had a different vibe than the library completely. A very different vibe. And then they shut the Borders down that I used to go to. It used to be a corner Borders. And I think they were all corners. Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking about the one that was at uh, Bowie Town, Town Center. Town Center, yeah. Yeah, that one was on a corner. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Go inside, sit in the aisle, read a book. <sighs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Especially Blockbuster, too. I was like, we were coming up on the end of Blockbuster, Buster. but I have memories I of have a couple memories of going to Blockbuster. Very early memories, Yeah, because I think we had one, like, right around the corner from our house, so mm-hmm. we would just, like, go down and get, like, some Hello Kitty movies. <laughs> And it would be like a good Friday night. Cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> it was a whole bunch of Hello Kitty movies, Yo, too. when Netflix had the CDs that you had to get out of the thing on the corner. See, I, I never used Netflix that early. I I think my family used Netflix more. <laughs> we went to Blockbuster by your house, like, maybe mm-hmm. once or twice. But we were Netflix people because we had the CD and we could never return it on time. So we'd always be charged hella money. Dang. <laughs> those were the days, man. Oh, Silly Vans, do you remember those? Bruh. Silly man, it was really a disease, honestly. <laughs> I had them like stacked on one arm. See, I never got too crazy. I think I had like 10 max. Mm. That was it. I was like, this is enough for me, you know. I think, uh, yeah, and you could get them at Hot Topic, and that was like the rare yes. ones because nobody else's parents would let them go into Hot Topic besides <laughs> like two people at school, like the XD Roar bitches. Um, I was kind of an XD Roar bitch, I had the side bang. Yeah, and I wore a lot of purple and black, <laughs> but I never got too crazy because my parents um, they they wasn't gonna have that. Yeah, they they chopped that down. What was Gimp? I saw you wrote it in the dog. Oh, like you know the little the little strings that you fold. Oh, and those they have plastic little... strings. I can yeah. never do it. I love. I forget what they were called. Some people was were it the really box good at... one. I like doing that one and the little spiral one. I could never do any of them. Like I just I was like, this is not appealing to me. Oh. Some people were really, really good at it, though. Yeah, great um, summer camp activity. <laughs> Pop Tropica, Mies. Mies was my motherfucking shit. Uh, honestly, I think this this part of all the you had to be there made me the most nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like we had so many good computer games. Yeah, we and, had like, good Avatar and like games. worlds and stuff. Yeah, and they didn't like fuck with your like, they didn't fuck with your confidence, if that makes sense. Oh, true. Like, you could the way social just, media could. Yeah, because you could kind of be whoever. And yeah. some of these, you weren't even people. You were just, like, a penguin. Like Yeah, you could just be a random person online. I don't know. It was just fun. You could just have your little avatar. Yeah, you did. And, and play dress up and stuff. And, like, sometimes, like, some of my friends at school had me. So, like, we would meet up after school. Like, this is how we met up after school because we lived too far away. I don't know. You just had to be there. You really had to be there. This was truly a golden age of computer of, of time. Computer technology. Ugh. I mean, what year? I guess it was like late two thousands. Mm-hmm. Man, 
Good Cause times. Cause that was mid, that was elementary school. Yeah, like middle schoolish. I guess it kind of phased out by middle school. It phased out by middle school, like early middle school. I think maybe seventh grade. So it was like sixth and seventh grade. Like it was like Dang. a good two year. It run. was so good though. It was just like we were like our first little times on the internet. Yeah. And I was just coming from school. We just be on the internet. And it'd be like, oh, <laughs> my friends online. Let me jump to the room that they're in. Ugh. Man, Fantage like, that you that man, shit used to put viruses on my computer. Fantage was my shit. <laughs> them little uh, avatars. Oh, Neopets.com. They were so cute. The the Fantage avatars were so cute. Yeah, very very cute. Very cute. Would probably have spent real money on that. <laughs> <laughs> we World was kind of cute. I kind of liked it. Um, but it was te- it was teetering into grown territory. Yeah, it was more. We World was more social. Yeah, like involved more talking and stuff. But you still had like your avatar. But it was cute though. I liked it. I think we used that. We used that like middle school. It was yeah. teetering on. Yeah, it was a little grown. Yeah. And then when we were on like Mies and like I'm View, we was tapping into the grown. That was happening the grown. <laughs> Mies was be- very grown. <laughs> Mies was very grown. I think the first time I ever saw porn was on Mies.com because they had like the. You could go into a room and then you had like the screen and you could go and change the screen like with whatever YouTube video. And that's when yep. YouTube kind of had porn on it. <laughs> and people would like put up stuff and I was like, you know what? like maybe it's time to uh, maybe it's time to leave this room (laughs) i remember i would like go in and like play i would like go into like random rooms by myself and just like play music or whatever (laughs) i think one time i was listening to blame it by jamie Uh fox and my dad suddenly decides to be involved and be like oh what you doing over playing on the computer and i was like uh, <laughs> listening to music and me. That was really the golden age when Jamie Foxx "Blame It on the Alcohol" came out. I'm sorry, that was a really good song. It was. It was a good ass song. That was and, a very good song. And of course, y'all know. I think by then I was starting to like listen to my own music and like try to find stuff and be mm-hmm. in the know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like I'm listening to music, and then he just pops up like, oh, "What you listening to?" And I was like, "God, not this secular music." Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "This song is filthy." That song was filthy. <laughs> I get it now. My parents used to be like, um, yeah, some songs, even when I go back home and I listen to my brother's music, I'm like, what are you listening to? <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, do you hear the lyrics? Mm-hmm. I don't think kids Save hear the, the lyrics. <laughs> I don't think people under 20 hear lyrics. Yeah. I mean, like, I knew what the song was about, but I was also like, I knew I was a child. Yeah, I wouldn't be in the like, situation. Like, I was like, yeah, this is nasty, and I'm, like, a kid, but I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. I'm just singing a song. Like, <laughs> um, Usher's OMG was, like, a really good song. Ooh, I don't know why. That, era, that summer was Yes! It. What, what year was that? I don't know. I feel like it was, like, 2009, 2010. 2010, yeah. Summer 2010. Uh, Niggas 2010 about, was it. Niggas talk about 2016 all they want. 2010, 2010 that year <laughs> that summer before we went to high school ah! man wow yeah that song reminds me of summer i don't know yeah and that was just a good song it dropped at a perfect moment good song like it dropped right at the cusp of summer vacation Ugh. usher really had and then after that song he went really downhill yeah but but then usher was still it at that point usher was still it that was he had that was a banger because what album was that from? That was from Raymond versus Raymond. Yep, his only competition. <laughs> exactly. And he's trying to play him against Justin Timberlake and versus, first of all, this is an African Y'all done lost your mind, first Second, off. Usher, only competition was Usher. 
period. Ursher baby. Ursher baby. And what was the song? Um, Hey Daddy as well. Yeah. That was it. Hey, hey. Yeah, we shouldn't have been singing that. But <laughs> <laughs> Usher's only competition was Usher. Usher. There goes my baby. And when he was doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was before yeah. That, yeah. that album, but... That was on Confessions, I think. <sighs> Confessions? Woo! Man, you had to be there. Had to be there. Had to be there. <laughs> and if he wasn't, I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> because he had... What songs was on that? Um, On Confessions? Burn. A oh, classic. Wh- wow. Watching the Boondocks had to be there. When I could catch it and my parents couldn't find out... Mm. <laughs> See, I didn't see the Boondocks till like after the show was over. Uh huh. So, I, I was not there for that. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I caught like the tail end of it, but I do really enjoy the Boondocks. Um, Loiter Squad. I think I talk about this very frequently, but I don't know yes. why that just had iconic. It had a place in my heart. Like, so you ta- just gonna give me a birthday gift on my birthday at my birthday party? Even that Taylor Gang era, like that was in my side of the woods, but I appreciated the kids that did Taylor Gang and did the swag era. Like I was more on the emo kid indie side. Yeah, I think I was more on the loner kid trying to know pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> no, why did our parents set us up like that? They, I will forever be resentful for that. Cause I had nothing talk to other kids about or like i just didn't know shit and i'm like to this day i'm like damn like i didn't even i wasn't there for that like i wasn't there for that like that like i wasn't there for that like i knew the song but i wasn't really there for the song yeah i couldn't listen to it over and over and over <laughs> or like again. some songs i just i just never knew like that till like years, years later. later yeah and it's like damn i wasn't there for that i should have been i could have been yeah because i think <laughs> about um I don't know. Some people still have an obsession with off future music. I could never get into it because I just didn't know. I didn't have access to like music like that. But Oldie, I rediscovered that song. I was like, oh, had to be there and I wasn't. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I just be mad. I'm like, because I'm like, I love music. And I'm like, all those years that I could have been listening to more music, <laughs> that I would never get those years back. <laughs> I, speaking of years, I won't get back. All the time I spent on Fruit Ninja and Flappy Bird, I will Bitch, never... man, fucking Candy Crush and Temple Run. Temple Run? Ah! Man. <laughs> <laughs> Flappy Bird was truly iconic, though, because once that shit deleted... And you had it on your phone. You could sell your phone for, like, thousands of dollars. Like, oh, I still got Flappy Bird. I think if I if I charge my old iPad, I might have Flappy Bird Flappy Bird was there. a good game. It was fun. I don't know. It was a very simple game. I don't know why it got so popular. Some things, it, sometimes it's just your time. It'd be so simple. Yeah. Fruit Ninja was really good. Fruit Ninja was iconic. And they even had it in the Dave & Busters. That's how big that game got. Man. I know them niggas is rich. Rich. <sighs> Off my childhood nostalgia. You know what? Oh, speaking of childhood nostalgia, though, the fashion. Man, the fashion... First off, we looked ugly as shit. <laughs> <laughs> we looked terrible. Like aside from my lack of like fashion, just in general, but like mm-hmm. we looked terrible. <laughs> we looked terrible as a people. As a people. And some things just didn't even make sense. Like maxi dresses. I remember everybody at school. Every every girl at school had a maxi dress because we were told that like that made your butt look bigger or whatever. My little two pancake flapping <laughs> having ass wearing that shit to school. Oh my god! 
<laughs> and then like if your butt was too big it would get stuck in between the cheeks and then like you would get dress coded you couldn't i think like they nixed it off the dress code they're like you cannot wear a maxi dress to school mm-hmm. they're trying to stop us no i i never wore a maxi dress at school <laughs> you didn't have a maxi dress no, I didn't like to wear dresses that oh, often. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, I was like, mm, it seems a little unnecessary. <laughs> um, but like slouchy the, hats. Yeah, those fucking slouchy hats. I kind of wanted one. You I, never had one. I never had one because I was like, I don't know how to wear this, but y'all look really cute wearing these hats. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think I necessarily had a slouchy hat, but I used to wear my beanie on the back half of my head. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> And the fucking scarves that go with it. The yeah. Big infinity scarves. Yeah, that was definitely my style. I was on the like indie. The checker ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And, like, I think some of them were actually, like, Middle Eastern, like, Palestinian. Do you remember the mm. Muslim trend in PG County? Yes, with the, um, the kufis. Every nigga had a kufi, but would be smoking weed. I didn't understand. Mm. Would literally be fake Muslim, so they fake could wear Fake Muslim, like, <laughs> niggas was fake Muslim. Wait, what? how do you think a whole... To co- wear a hat. <laughs> to, to wear a hat, because niggas... <laughs> That's the only reason they did it. Because cause Muslim, um, Muslim men wear kufis, and it was we couldn't wear hats in school. Like, you couldn't wear a cap, so niggas, yes. to get around that, was like, I'm Muslim, here's my kufi, so yes. I wear a hat in school. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow, truly one of the most ridiculous things. Was that just a PG County thing, or was that more nationwide? I think it was a PG thing. I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but at least in PG and DC. Please contact us if niggas in your area during the years of 2009 to 2012. I don't even know. Where, where, where it was an abundance we def- of Muslims. We were definitely in middle men. school, so maybe like stretch that down to 2008, 2008? Because we, d- we started high school in 2011. Please stop. <laughs> That's 10 years ago. Ouch. Yikes. Mm. Anyways, um, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. If niggas was, if so, there was an obscene like amount of late two thousand black Muslim men in your area from <laughs> two thousand six to two thousand eleven, I want to say because niggas was still fake Muslim early in high school, maybe a little early bit. high school. It was fading out. Yeah, I remember mostly just at least in middle school, it was a, it was an influx, <laughs> and none of them would be praying. <laughs> like that's what used to get me because I was like I. I was like, I don't know a lot, but I was like, I know, like, the hijabis be going to the restroom five times a day to, to pray. I don't see none one of y'all do that. <laughs> they said, uh, anyway, this is a fashion statement. <laughs> oh, it's really sickening. <laughs> but go-go parties were really big. Go-go parties was really big at the same time Koofies was really big. And it was, like, the time where, like, everyone was eating bean pies, too. I don't know if that was too niche. Bean pies. It's a, it's a, it's really big in Muslim communities. Bean oh, pies. I don't know. I guess maybe it was really niche because my middle school was next to DC. Mm. But yeah, niggas would come in selling bean pies and wearing kufis. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a time to be alive. Truly. Ugh, and speaking of time to be alive, Drake's music during that time. Ugh. <laughs> You really, you really I had to he's like be there. A terrible person because you couldn't tell ninth grade me shit when Take Care came out. You really had to be there. Uh, literally, my first tweets, I was a Drake stand. Yeah, and it's like I, like why have you not? Pre- mm, 
you've regressed. Not even sad. You haven't even stayed stagnant. You've just regressed. Like you're not even better than that. Sad. It's terrible. But what was also terrible was that my mom was stopping me from getting them tall ass Converse. No, not the Willow Smith six. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted those like knee high Converse so <sighs> bad. My mom was like, "I'm not getting you those. That's ridiculous." <laughs> She saved you. <laughs> she saved me. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even think I asked my parents for that because I knew the answer would be no. But I think I saw them on iCarly and I was like, I want that. I was like, I want this. <sighs> that really was our style too. Man. Can you imagine trying to lace them bitches up? Bruh. <laughs> if it comes to loose, you're done for. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. And speaking of Willow, whip my hair. Iconic. Bitch. Iconic. And she was like nine? Ugh. What nine year old was doing it like, like Willow? Blue Ivy, I want the album at nine. <laughs> Whip My Hair was a bop. For black girls, what? Like, to this day, Whip My Hair is still a good song. It is. It objectively stands up. Okay? That's a good song. And that was it. I was like, I was proud of Willow. I was like, okay, Willow. Okay. Yeah. And her music, her music is good. good. Minus that little pop shit she was doing right after with my hair. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about that, but. Because I feel like that was forcing her by her parents in the industry. Yes. Now that she's making the. As soon as she got to make her little indie alternative shit. Yeah. She was on it. Yes. Making heat by 15. Heat! Like, IDK? Oh! Listen. Had to be that there. That whole album, Ardipithecus, I don't remember that's how yeah, to pronounce it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Very good. Fire. Very good. Fire. Still stands up to this day. She dropped that at 15? Yes, she was 15. I was like, what? Well, yeah. Willow is talented. Talented. Very. And then the next album, the first in 2017? Talented. She also has a song with Chloe and Halle on that album called The Lonely Road. Talented. Talent. Wow. And even just in 2019, her album Willow, Talent. You know what? Maybe we are Willow Smith stands. I am. I am a Willow Smith stand. I never, I never even, like, she's very low key. Yeah. And I'm like, I've just been casually following her mm-hmm. since with my hair. Yeah. I'm very casual listener, but you know what? Maybe it's time to delve into my Willow Smith. Cause isn't she, but... she's, she's queer. Yeah, I think, yeah, she is. Wow, Willow Smith, I know she listens to this. Come on the show. <laughs> we would love to talk to you. She's like, uh, love your album, Ardipithecus. <sighs> yeah, I really love that album. I think that's my favorite body work of hers. It is. And because the, Natives of the Windy Forest, bitch. Bitch. Wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, we might have to go back and listen to that. Wow, this nostalgia is This is not even that old. This is in 2015. Jesus. But well, 2015 was a pivotal year, though. 20, it was the beginning of the end. It was, you know what? It was the beginning it of the was. end. 2015, we graduated high school, started college. The world started going to shit. 2016 just, had, like, all those fires, bad music. 2015? 2016. What do you mean bad music in 2016? 2016 music was good? Do you remember what came out that year? No, not at Let all. Let me go to my 2016 playlist because I know don't play with the um When did music start getting bad? 2017? It was one of those it's years. It's been a mix. I don't know, but 2016 was not one of those. Let's see. First off, Lemonade came out 2016. Oh yeah. You know, you know what it is? I don't have a concept of the years anyway. Okay. <laughs> Cuz work came out, one dance came out. Even we Calvin Harris was in that. his little bag. 
Carrie oh. Foe's Lost in Los Angeles came out. That, that was year. a good album. Fire. Standing. Um, Black Beatles Challenge. I and also, it. Chloe and Halle's first EP, Sugar Symphony, came out that I year. The that beginning. One. The beginning of everything. This was really the end of Kay Trinata's Drake. album. Yeah, Kay Trinata came out. Yeah, Lemonade did come out that Nails year. Nails' um, first album came out. No Name, Telephone came out that year. I just need, I need another Frank year Frank Ocean, like Blonde, and Endless came out that year. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, no hate to 2016. Her came, well. Well, 2016 was the beginning of the end for two. everything else. Solange. It's been a really long time. Seat at the Table. That's been a really long time ago, damn. Yeah. 2016 was a good year for music. It was a bad year for everything else. It was just, I don't know. It was the beginning of the end, though. It was the, you know what, you're right. I feel like that was my last, one of my last truly hopeful years. <laughs> 2015, 16. Yeah, I think, I th- yeah, right around then, I think I was hitting, but I hit junior year of college. That was it. That was the end. <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> And I feel so bad because I posted um, on TikTok and I was like, I was making fun of like my ex-boyfriend who wouldn't let me wear heels to prom and someone- Because he was going to be short. Yeah, because he was going to be shorter than me. And I was like, oh, don't be mad at me. And somebody was like, at least you got a prom. And I was like, damn, kids haven't had a prom in a minute. Like the senior, like my brother's not having a prom. Oh, true. Yeah. Anybody who was 2020 and y'all not getting prom. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I had fun at prom. I, I think did. it's a pivotal moment in a young adult life. Yeah, I think that was one of, one of the last times I wore a dress. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could have worn pants. I don't know. I just I don't know. I mean, like I was comfy, mm-hmm. but it was like I mean the dress was pink. My mom was low key pressing me into get wearing the pink dress, and I was like, damn, I wish this dress came in a different color, but mm-hmm. I'd look good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember your dress. You looked good. I don't know. They were they was annoying as fuck that day too. Whatever. <laughs> they made me take my glasses off for the picture. I was like, hold up now. I was like, I don't like this. They're like, take your glasses off. And I'm like, this is a part of my face. This what are you talking identity. about? Like, this is like my septum ring now. It's a part of my face now. What do you, what do you mean take it out? Like, <laughs> but yeah, somebody was like, at least you got a prom, and I was like, oh wow, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. prom hasn't happened in a minute. Honestly, it's overrated. Sorry to y'all. I mean, I had fun. Um, prom I with my friends is created by the pig, the big prom ener- industry, where <laughs> they are just trying to get money out of adolescents, squeeze out that little last drop before you go literally, to college. Literally, literally. Because no if way you want, if you want to do like the whole nine with like the limo and everything, <sighs> you're gonna be spending money. Yeah, you're gonna spend a lot of money. Like prom, I think people easily spend a couple thousand on prom. Not me. Maybe nowadays for sure. Well, even in our year, it was a I little didn't pricey. Spend that much. No, no, no. I mean, like other people did. Oh, okay. Like, cause girls had those big trains. Yes. The I would say your that year. Was. I think our year and like, I say a few years before and after Having was like the golden year for prom dresses. Yeah, it was a good year for prom dresses. <laughs> good year for prom dresses. But like, you had to have a train. Like that was. Yeah. The longer your train, like the, I guess the richer you were. It had to be grand. It had to be grand. Niggas had like prom pictures. Yeah, the way people were waiting on prom Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was like, it was Bowie's prom pictures versus ours. And then like the internet would judge who had the better prom pictures. Oh, whoever yeah. slayed prom. Maybe it was just a PG count. No, I think it was they like did. They would do different schools versus. Yeah, it was like I'm versus. Sure other areas did the same thing. They probably did. Um, prom proposals were very grand. Like, whoever had the biggest prom proposal, 
was I guess loved yeah. the most. Especially at your school, with the, y'all had them. We had all like, them damn stories. We had, had like, like three, three stories, and it was like a <laughs> a big open area. Yeah, but niggas went yeah, all out. I was out. doing it up. Yeah, niggas went all out. <laughs> I got a heart shaped pizza. Per. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really the golden age. Um, I'm <sighs> so much nostalgia. <sighs> Would I go back? No. Part of me be like, yes, because it was better than now. But then I'm like, do I go back and it's exactly the same? Or do I go back with my knowledge now? I would like to go back and be clueless. Because if I had to do it clueless again, I'd be like, I don't know about that. I do it clueless <laughs> again. Because, you know, if you have like the knowledge, then you kind of avoid things. I don't, I don't know. But if you go back clueless, then it's as if you're doing it over again the same way, right? Because well, you don't wrong know anything. I don't know. We like, didn't do anything especially bad. I mean, no, but if, like, what if you wanted to, like, do more stuff? Oh, oh, that's true. Because I was having this thought the other day, and I was like, you know what? I wish I fought more in school. <laughs> I wish I... Not even, like, like... I wish I beat a bitch up more. <laughs> that and, like, just... Because I used to fight a lot in middle school, and then when I got to high school, I was like, all right, chill, 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 you can't do that no more. But you could have kept going. I could have, because now, <laughs> if you beat somebody up, you go to jail. But back right. then, it was really like, okay, you get ISS, or you get suspended. Like and that's kind of it. And that was kind of it. And you had that you had that gold star on your, on your shoulder, though, like, I will <laughs> beat a bitch ass. But no, not even that. I wish I, like, sparred with my friends more. Like, even if it was, like, joke fighting or something. Mm. Because I'm like, okay, like, I feel like more people just need to fight. <laughs> I know that's so backwards. Like, just have the ability to Just have fight. the ability to fight, like, self-defense. Oh. You could take a class. No. <laughs> you can do it for free. Just fight with your friends. No, but some bitches had the mean right hook. Yo. About. Some people was really fighting for... Man, I still remember this iconic moment. This girl grabbed this girl's braids and... Bah, yanked her, lifted her up off the ground, Yo, hit her what? head on the floor. Was this at your school? Yes, this was in middle school. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, she off the ground. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no. That was an iconic fight. Um, I used to watch World Star fights. Oh, true. Ooh, the height of World the Star. The height of World Star. Man, when niggas saying World Star, World Star actually meant something. <laughs> yeah, that that used to mean something. Wow. The end of World Star, I would say, was the Sharkeisha video. After that, it was oh, kind of like Sharkeisha. No, it couldn't be topped. <laughs> it couldn't be topped. Like this is the ultimate. That was the ultimate fight, fight video. video. <laughs> I used to watch fight videos. I mean, didn't we all? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like was that that was it abnormal, right? No, I don't think so. And especially when um, fight videos were more frequent on the timeline. Very frequent. Niggas don't fight. Niggas anymore. was fight. I, I mean, I guess we've all grown up. Man, we were kids. Hmm. It was just a certain genetic quad to fighting. It was. I don't know what it was. Like it was like, okay, like we're beefing, let's clear the air, like <laughs> And also, you know what? I didn't understand how people would be fighting at seven in the morning. Yeah, bright and early. Bright and or like seven o'clock in the morning in high school is the most chaotic situation that you could ever be in. Man, can you imagine you wake up at seven a.m. and you're pissed and ready to fight a bitch at school? That's indicative of a larger problem. Man, that's indicative of a larger <laughs> problem. I mean, we don't know what the situation was. You know, you know what? Yeah, some real shit going on. Yeah, that's true. Some bitches <laughs> deserve to get their ass beat. Has to be said. We know this. Yeah, <laughs> and I think people don't fight anymore. 
They don't. That's okay. I guess, have we grown? Is this growth? Is this a, growth as a people? As a culture? Because <laughs> I remember, like, Al Sharpton and them really used to be, they were like, we're all stars and abomination. People fight, like, our pe- we fight each other and blah, blah, blah. Like, that was, like, a really big, they were like, black we're fighting. Black on black crime. Yeah, black on black crime. And it's like, mm, it's just street justice. I was like, I think this is just simply some intra-community thing. It's just street yeah. justice. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of anyone fighting in a while. Good old days are gone. The good no. days are gone. <laughs> Not us advocating for violence. Sometimes it's it, necessary. It must be done sometimes. I'm gonna start taking like self defense classes again. <laughs> Cause I'm like, do I still have it? Like, do I still have the ability to do it? I don't know. I like to think if, like, in a moment, if I had to, I could. That's what I think too, but I'm also like, eh, I haven't taken a self because when I would get, was getting bullied in like middle school and stuff, they made me take Taekwondo. <laughs> and I was getting, my, getting bullied by the dumbest motherfuckers. <laughs> that was like really the, the <laughs> aggravating part when I look back. Because some guy kept calling me ugly and I was like, he was ugly. He was objectively it's ugly. It's always the ugly niggas talking about somebody else's ugly. Look it's at to, you. It's really to deflect, but like he would talk about my nose and I was like, sir, I was like, your nose looks funky. Like, let's keep it a brick. <laughs> I really hate downing on other people's noses and facial features because, you know, I have my own like issues with my face. But I was like, sir, you have a hook drooping nose. Like <laughs> And you're talking about me? Yeah, he used to he used to really pick on me. And the you know, my dad was really a flake. Because my dad worked at my school, and he was my homeroom teacher, and he would hear me getting bullied and not do anything. Uh-uh. I was like... Niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> my parents really did not look out for me in school. I'm like, was that the whole purpose of you being there? It's like, what is, what's the point of working at my school if y'all aren't going to help me out when I need you? And they intentionally worked at my school. So... They intentionally worked at the school. I was like, am I just being surveilled right now? Like, what? Basically first child syndrome there they said we gonna have eyes on you yo that's why i i have i can't live there anymore yeah cost of surveillance <laughs> you gotta get out of there yeah i don't know a lot of people's parents worked out their school it was a de- yeah. it was a decent size of us we should have had a support group for real <laughs> i know i'm really serious like a little odd if we really think about it yeah especially intentionally intentionally working at your child's school it's a little odd it's like give them a little privacy this is their only time away from you yeah a little privacy please i think that's also why i didn't fight as much or like just getting into anything uh that that would make more sense too i was i did test the limits a little bit though you're like how far can i go (laughs) yeah yeah i would test the limits i would test the limits and like (laughs) teachers would rat on me to my mom and shit but i was like at a certain point, I was like, do it. Or what? <laughs> or what? This week's episode is sponsored by the Truma Room Podcast. Ty, Anesu, and Shay are sure to be your new favorite zillennials as they expose pop culture trumers, which are like rumors, but they're probably actually true. Their podcast is a digital safe haven for other marginalized individuals to vent freely through deep conversations, the occasional conspiracy, and a dash of mess. You can listen to them anywhere you listen to us. And don't forget to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at TrumaRoomPod. That's T-R-U-M-O-R RoomPod. This week, instead of watching Vita, we decided to answer some more of y'all Curious Cat questions because we still had a bunch of them from last time. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, what are your thoughts on the terms pan versus bi? Um, no thoughts. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't identify as pan. I haven't looked into like the history of pan or anything like that. I haven't done the reading. But I also <laughs> just feel like if someone wants to identify as that way, who am I to stop you? Like, yeah, I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, they, like, I've come to the conclusion that they both kind of mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I don't know why we had more than one. I think pan as i think pan came like the term pan or like the growth of pan came a little bit after by to like more encompass people of all genders because that's like how when people started kind of discovering that you know what maybe i am non-binary i'm not a man or woman so that was to encompass those things as well but i think bi also encompasses that because not necessarily if you're bi you like cis men and cis women yeah so i'm like either either one i'm like well Use whatever term works for you. Yeah, use whatever term works for you. I see like, people who are typically, like, younger than us using pan more often and people who are, like, in our age using bi. I think it's just what you grew up with, too. Yeah. Next question is, how do you feel about the discourse surrounding non-lesbians using the word dyke? I guess this is for Adriana since B uses it and doesn't identify as a lesbian. Where do you stand on this type of lesbian history? I guess I stand on the wrong side of history because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if non-lesbians in the community say dyke. I simply don't care. It's not a concern of mine. I... I guess they specifically asked me not to answer, so... I don't know, because they're like... It felt a little pointed. Because they're like, has B use it? And this is some old questions, too, but... (laughs) This feels a little pointed, um... I mean, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I'm like, if a non-lesbian says dyke, am I, have I been oppressed? I don't know. Maybe we should bring back fighting. (laughs) We should fight about it. We should fight about it. World star, uh, buys against lesbians, duke it out. Yeah. I'm like, I see how some lesbians are, they want to gatekeep the term. Like, okay, if you want to do it, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. But I'm also not going to gatekeep myself, so... I don't think that's fair. It is what it is. (laughs) I'm thinking about shaving my head for the first time. Do you have any knowledge in that? Any advice on how to convince my family it isn't a gendered thing despite it really being one? So when I shaved my head, I don't even remember why I freaking shaved my head. I was just tired (laughs) of having hair. Um, But the way that I convinced my parents that it wasn't like a gendered thing was like I I would wear like stud earrings. I'm not sure if you're comfortable with that or if your ears are pierced. But I would wear earrings and be like, see, look, I... Like, I'm still feminine. I'm still feminine. Yeah, I'm still (laughs) feminine. Or I would, uh, or at least when I'm around them, I would wear, like, clothes that were more structured to my body rather than, like, baggy clothes. So those are some things you could do. I know this answer is kind of late considering this came in, like, January. These are, these, yeah, these are some old-ass questions, but I don't really care. I don't think there's a, there's a time when I can answer these. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have time before. I think when I cut my hair, I was just, it was literally just like, I don't want to do it. I simply mm-hmm. don't want to do my hair. And who's going to stop me? It was like, are you going to do my hair? Yeah, that's If true I don't too. cut it? So I would frame it like that. Just like, you just simply just don't want to deal with having hair to do right your now. hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just easier. It's like easier to manage if you don't have any. Have any. <laughs> Next question is, describe your ideal partner. It used to be people who did not like me. <laughs> But we we have some growth. We've had growth. <laughs> <laughs> My ideal partner, I would prefer maybe somebody androgynous-ish. Um, it 
doesn't have to be. I also like black women and Indian women a lot for the reason. I don't know. Like, that, I'm that's seeing your a type. Pa- that's your type. I'm seeing a pattern because I'm like, I've had a crush on like three. Well, I guess my ex wasn't Indian, but like she kind of. Yeah, a little ambiguous. Yeah, a little ambiguous. So I was like, <laughs> I've had a crush with like three Indian women now. I was like, okay, I think it's a pattern at this point. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, I'd like them to be decently tall, at least 5'7", five, 5'8 five, is preferred. Um, dry, like, or like humor in general. Like, just don't get your humor from the internet. Nice, likes to wash dishes. Mm. Um, <laughs> and... Well, let me, like, go on about some random thing I've learned on YouTube. That's really it. (laughs) That's it. I think my type, I feel like physically I don't really, I'm like, I could be anything. I don't know. I'd be like, let's press shuffle and pick, like, is it a refem mask, androgynous? I don't know. Hit shuffle. Height, we can also hit shuffle. (laughs) And I think someone who can cook and does dishes because I like to eat. You know what? Somebody could cook for me. And someone who drives. I need a gay who drives. This sounds like <laughs> you want a housekeeper, not a girlfriend. Why can't... They said a partner. Okay. What I'm, are you doing for... When I say partner, I'm thinking like my life partner. Oh, life partner. Okay. They okay. should They should be able to cook and they should be able to drive. Okay. That's, that's ideal. This is ideal for me. Okay. That's fair. You know what? I can't judge that. I do want somebody who knows how to do the dishes and likes doing them. Yes. And, like, somebody who we got to have similar vibe, like, music, mm-hmm. because I'm going to be playing it all the time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to like the same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, somebody who's into, uh, I did date this, well, date loosely, but this one girl who was really into conspiracy theories and cults and stuff like that, and we would, like, watch it in the bed <laughs> for hours. It was really, because I've never, like, I've never really had that, somebody who's also into, like, cult stuff or, like watching that type of thing. So I was like, this is really cool. So I think at least being into like cult things and like watching about cults, like not joining one, but <laughs> we're just watching all the documentaries. Yeah. Like documentaries. I really would like somebody who likes to watch documentaries. Um, you don't have to be a big music person or you could be either side of that spectrum is cool. Cause it's like, if you are into music, you can introduce me to new music that you like. And I might like it. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, put me on to some new music. Yeah, Let's listen to new music together. Like, I like watching shows. Let's mm-hmm. watch. Let's watch some anime mm-hmm. together, or maybe not. I'd be rewinding a lot and watching anime. That might be annoying to watch with someone, but at least likes to rewind. <laughs> likes to rewind the someone show. Someone who likes subtitles. Yes, yeah, someone who likes subtitles, and like watch, likes watching like drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like to be entertained. I would like somebody really spontaneous and Ooh, who could go places. Because yeah. that's been always. I've always been a kind of let's pick up and go to like Canada type because yeah I think I did that one time with one of my past partners I was like yeah let's go to Canada and it was like why and I was like let's just go let's just go <laughs> like I'm I'm that type of person so not having that is kind of I mean I can do it for myself but if my partner cannot do that I'm like it's like well what are we doing yeah it's like <laughs> what we're in the same city doing the same stuff yeah, I think I would also like my partner to be a little spontaneous to kind of balance mm. balance it out because I'd be like, this is not on the schedule. <laughs> or I was like, I was like, why are you telling me this last minute? Like, we didn't even plan for this. <laughs> but I'm like, a little balance, a you little know. Balance. Somebody who get me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. So probably someone a little more extroverted than me. Because, mm-hmm. again, balance. Balance. <laughs> 
I always date introverted people, but I would like to date somebody extroverted. Like, let's be extroverted together. together. <laughs> yeah, if I could date somebody, because I'm like, introverts, y'all cool, y'all cool. But I do notice that they do get, like, upset with me after a while. They're just like, you want to be the center of attention. And I'm like, no one's stopping you. <laughs> no one is stopping you. I Yeah, I just feel like it's happened a couple of times where they've just kind of gotten, like, jealous or, like, I don't know, saying I've made them feel small by being, like, this big personality, so. Just be like, well, if we was just on the same wavelength to start. Yeah, we, it, yeah. I, or if you could be introverted and quiet and just be okay with that. Yeah, I know. I think when I'm around extroverted people, I'm the most extrovert. It's like I'm the extrovert of the introverts. Mm. And I'm like, I kind of didn't like this. Oh, it's probably, it's like a spectrum kind yeah, of. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just like, all right, I need someone who's not as introverted as me because I'm like, I don't want to be the extrovert of the two of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, Because when you're like at the that. restaurant and your order is wrong, guess who's going to have to say something about the order? You. I mean, I was like, I'll do it if I have to, but I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it are, I think that's a good way to gauge, like, who you want in a partner. Like, do you want to be the person who doesn't care and has your partner, like, approach the person about your orders wrong? Or do you want to be the person who approaches about the orders wrong? Like, Yeah, it'd be like the one, like, um, excuse me, I, th- I think you got my girlfriend's order wrong. Because mm. <laughs> I will. I'd be like, yes, get my order right, babe. <laughs> I will. I'm an extrovert, but I will, like... If my order is if my order is terribly wrong to the point I can't eat it, then I'm sending it back. But if it's like okay, I did order fries, but these are mashed potatoes. Whatever. And <laughs> be like, potato. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. How did you both become friends? How do you initially meet? What do you guys think made you guys become close, etc.? Um, let's see. We went to yeah, we, we went, went to kindergarten together. Yeah, we went to elementary together. So I guess we just became friends just from being in class. Yeah, that's how people used to make friends. Yeah, we just we're, we're just in class. <laughs> we are class. Um, in class, we're classmates. And then automatic friends. <laughs> yeah, automatic friends. Yeah, all your classmates are your automatic friends. Yeah, especially in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and our school was pretty small. Yeah, we went to a small like. We had the same people in our school. class yeah. every year. <laughs> yup. <laughs> <sighs> no new students. No yet. new students. <laughs> But then when I left the school... Yeah, then you left in, like, fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we went to Girl Scouts. We hung out a little bit yeah, after that. because our moms were friends. Yeah, and then we came back closer in Girl Scouts. Yeah, I think after you left the school, like, we didn't really talk that much. Because we didn't have phones. Yeah, for, we didn't have no phones. Yeah, it was Social once media you left wasn't school? a thing. It was Sorry. gone. It was like... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so then we... I guess we didn't... We didn't not be friends, but... It was a dead zone. Yeah, it was just like, well, we just don't don't talk. <laughs> yeah, so I've lost so many friends like that. Like, I don't remember if you remember. Uh, oh, I do. Yeah, like I'm like, where where is she? I Cause like, wherever be- she's at, I bet she's bisexual now. She's she giving was giving me bisexual energy. <laughs> she was. I know you listen to this. Contact us, please. You're like, hey girl, hey. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> she came like. You knew who the gay kids in class were. Oh, yeah, like, looking back, it's like, yeah, it was definitely giving bisexual energy. It was. I'm <laughs> queen. I, yeah. If not homosexual. If energy. not homosexual. Yeah, it's funny how you can know, like, looking back, you're like, oh, I know all these kids were gay. Because I'm like, even people we went to Girl Scouts with, I'm like, one of y'all was gay. For sure. Had to be. 
Yeah, because we had the we had a there was a pair of twins and every pair of twins has one. One gay. of them is gay. I know it. One of them is gay. Ugh, I wish we could find out. No, I looked up their pictures and one of them is like on the soccer team and the other one is like a really girly. I, I'm see, but we need. I'm talking about. I wish oh, we had confirmation. confirmation. No speculation. <sighs> Facts only. I don't know. Yeah, I want to know. But all, it's likely. It's likely. It's very it's likely. likely. Yeah, I just want to like revisit all the old, old people friend. I used to know just to see who's gay now. Yes, I'm like, wow. Yeah, because I came across an Instagram of an old friend from high school, and I was like, oh, they're trans now. Like that. Like that's yeah, what's up. I'm so happy. All for my you. niggas out here. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna revisit like old friends. That I guess that's why reunions are necessary. Yeah. It's really you, yeah. Class reunions are just a way to see who's gay now. I just, I'm just nosy. I'm know. just nosy. <laughs> Since y'all don't want to put all your information on social media like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. At this point, if your whole life is not on social media, I can't go on a date with you. <laughs> if I can't properly stalk you before the date, I... I mean, maybe that's for the best. I don't know. <sighs> I just need to know. I'm just nosy. Yep. I simply, I just need information. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, after Girl Scouts, because we went to Girl Scouts like every other Friday. Yeah. Um, was it every every Friday? At one point it was every Friday. Then it yeah. turned to every other Friday. Yeah. Um, good times in Girl Scouts. We went camping a lot. Yeah, it was camping, good times. I had the whole squad laughing. For- <laughs> <laughs> had the whole squad eating too. Had the whole squad eating. Would, would cook for the whole troop. I know. Unprovoked. No Unprovoked. one even asked I you. I loved cooking. I was like, thank you. Um, Yeah, camping was interesting. Camping was fun. Next question is, I feel like we've answered this already, but uh, do y'all consider yourselves abolitionists? No, because no. I have not done the reading. Yeah, that's really it. We'll probably keep postponing said reading as well. But I'm, I mean, I get the sentiment though. So I'm, I'm with y'all though. I'm with y'all, I'm with y'all. but... Sometimes I just look at some people and I'm like, you know what? It's giving penitentiary. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> like Jared from Subway, it's giving four walls. It's giving locked up. Like, I'm, what else are we supposed to do with pedophiles? Kill them. True. I think that... True. That was, like, what happened to stoning niggas? Like, Bring back stoning <laughs> niggas. Bring back the stone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bring back stoning. I th- I would love to get a pedo out of here for with some stones. Shit. Cause Let's pull like... up to the stoning, y'all. <laughs> That's the new event. Instead of the club, just pull up to the stoning. Uh-uh. Just be like, pew. Yeah, because they used to like cover them with a blanket. And then, because this was in the Bible and we went to a Christian school. Yes. I have not seen a public stoning. <laughs> but they used to cover them with a blanket and throw stones at them. I don't remember why See, I know that so well. And I think we could even make it COVID safe. We could all bring stones in our cars and throw them from the window. <laughs> <laughs> COVID safe stoning. <laughs> yeah, bring back stoning. Do abolitionists believe in stoning? I know. That's not that's not jail, though. So I think that's a form of, I mean, is that the form of punishment? Yeah, I'm like, is that like technically like the death penalty? But are abolitionists, are they Anti-death. for anti-punishment or just anti-punishment as we have it? Like now as jail. I think jail. it's just as we have it now. Because if they just, because if they're not against just punishment, I think stoning would be within. I think people need, <laughs> some people need punishment. Like some people are just evil. Like y'all need to die. <laughs> 
Yeah, but like we said, haven't done the reading. It has been postponed another year. Yep. I'm try- I just want to read, like, fiction stuff. Can y'all put it in, like... I don't like the infographics. I'm just like, what would be digestible to me as a consumer to make me do the reading? I think it's just... I don't know. I think you just gotta do the reading. Or, like, maybe, like, listen to a podcast or something. Yeah, maybe I'll I do started listening podcast. to this one podcast that someone in the, in the Discord had suggested. So okay. I was like, okay, like, I could listen to this a little bit here and there. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, I need the theory digestible because sometimes it's a little... Yes, put it in, in dummy words. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> Next question. How would you define your style? Um. Old Navy couture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, masculine. Mm. Um, yes, Old Navy couture, yes. I want you to level up your mask style. I do too, but then I'm also, I'm just like, ugh, there's so much work and like money. You just I'm gotta like, bite the I bullet. wish I want a stylist so somebody else can do it for me. <laughs> Can we, I had an idea the other day and I was like, can we like go to the thrift store together and I dress you? Ugh. Not that sure. I'm the best. I'm not like I'm a fashion killer or nothing. But I'm like, if you could look for the stuff, because looking for stuff at the thrift store is like, ugh. Because I'm like, I do enjoy looking for stuff for other people and like, I enjoy putting on clothes. You know, I feel like I have a decent outlook on style or like my own personal style. Yeah. You just gotta make a Pinterest board of what you want to look like. Oh, I just be like, do like doesn't even matter. Like I don't even feel like doing this. <laughs> I don't know. It would be a nice like level. I up guess, but I'm like, ain't nowhere to go now. True. Like maybe after the pandemic is over. Mm-hmm. Who knows when that's gonna be? Um, but yeah, when I can really go out and I can really start dressing because I have a reason to dress. And you say when I really start dressing, but dress exactly the same. <laughs> Me. Um, I define my style as, like, quirky, indie, eclectic. Yep. Like, I very rarely wear a classic outfit, like, just, like, jeans and a white top. And I had a period where I was just wearing jeans and a white top and, like, a gold chain. Um, (laughs) But I very rarely just wear, like, a plain outfit. I always have to add some spice like whether if i'm wearing like a neutral outfit i'll put on my blue glasses like to see like just it just needs a little bit of spice you know a little thumb thumb a little thumb thumb genesis qua to it i love prince though that's yeah that's a good comparison mm-hmm. all right next question what's something you wish you knew when learning about spirituality or astrology on your own um i still don't know shit so yeah i don't know if there's anything i wish i knew I'm just like, there's a lot to know. There's a lot to know. And everybody's journey is very different and yeah. goes at a different pace. Don't take these big accounts, whatever they say, don't take that shit to heart because sometimes they be wrong. Sometimes they be wrong. I feel like everybody needs to do their own spiritual journey. Like you can't have anyone, especially yeah. randoms from the internet, just you like, cannot have random people guide you on your spiritual journey. Yeah, just do your own research. Do what feels good to you. Yeah, and don't take everybody's word for it. Mm-hmm. And don't get scammed. I didn't even have to tell myself that, but some of y'all was getting scammed. <laughs> Wait, scammed how? Like fake spiritual people like doing like readings, but they're not really like oh, goodness. doing anything substantial. They're kind of giving like basic stuff, but yeah. you know. I don't know. Sometimes I see people and I'm like, oh, you're a five-year trained spiritualist astrologer now? Like, 
I don't know. I just feel like I would have seen a sign that you were previous to now when this hype is happening. Yeah, it's like you just came out the cut. Yeah, because somebody was like, this one account said she's initiated. And we used to be mutuals before the whole abolish 1.5 lesbian thing. <laughs> but I was like, you an initiated uh, Orisha? I was like, really? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I know Maybe a lot of that possible. shit is private. It, but, a lot of it is private, but, but I'm like, now you choose to, like, talk about but it? But no, not even a peep or something. Yeah, because I'm like, if you're talking about it now, I'm like, you wasn't going to talk about it before if it was so private? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done the reading. <laughs> I haven't done the internal work. Next question. Favorite candy. By the way, loving the pod. Excited to listen every week. Aw, thank you. I love a lot of candy. As we know, I'm a, I have a sweet tooth. You do have a sweet tooth. I love lots of candy. I love Twizzlers. I love Almond Joys. I love Butterfingers. Butterfingers? You like old people candy. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love them fucking Werther's. Them- what? <laughs> <laughs> them caramel candies. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> Those are fire. <laughs> okay, Grandma. Oh, and the ones like... I think they were like Werther's, but they used to be like strawberry. Oh, those ones was bad. Those were good as shit. I don't even know if they make those anymore. They do. They're at the dollar they do? store. Oof. Those are so good. What other candies do I really like? Ooh, cookies and cream Hershey's. Mm. Fire. <laughs> I really like sour candy, like sour gummy candies. Um, I really love sour straws. I think that might be my top one. I like ring pops. I like anything that's like fruity and sweet. But I do eat Snickers um, when I don't care about my chocolate allergy. Butterfingers <laughs> are good. I do like Almond Joys on occasion. Werther's are good. Delicious. Um, I guess it would be simpler to say what candy I don't like. I don't like licorice. I do like licorice, though. <sighs> Can't get into it. I mean, I haven't had it in a while, but delicious when I did have it. I uh, The only time that I ever like acquired licorice was when I was Pavlov dog training this kid in elementary school uh, to like me. <laughs> I would I would uh, I would buy Twizzlers because that was his favorite candy and I would give him one every day so he would associate me with the candy <laughs> and the sweet feeling but then he ended up getting diabetes like by oh, the end no. of the year and I, I know it's probably not my fault. But you were like oh my god I gave him diabetes. I thought I gave him diabetes. <laughs> Like, now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, he probably was, like, predispositioned like, to yeah, it. like, that, your one Twizzler a day was not keeping the doctor away. Was not keeping the doctor away. <laughs> and it didn't really work, either. He didn't, he didn't become, like, wildly attracted to me. He just, like, every time he saw me, he would, like, stick his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, a different experiment was had. <laughs> Next question. I was wondering what the gay experience TM was for y'all in PG schools. I'm a little younger than y'all, so I wanted to know if it was shittier, lol. There was no gay experience. I mean, I wasn't gay. I wasn't gay in school, so didn't didn't figure that out to the end, so. The gay experience at my school was we had two out, in my class at least, we had two out gay boys and one girl who said she was bi, but everybody was like, she's doing it for attention. Like, that was the accumulation of our gay people at least that we're out now as we grow older <laughs> and i get the tea from lots of my ex-classmates about who's on grinder and not whatnot Ooh. Ooh. um things are a little different <laughs> and as i scroll on tinder and see more people but yeah i didn't i didn't realize that i was queer 
until the end of high school. Yeah, I think in middle school, there was like a, it was like a trend for niggas to say they was bisexual, but they really weren't. Why do I remember that? Like, it was weird. Why do I remember that? I do remember that. left and right, people would be like, oh, I'm bisexual, I'm bisexual. And I'd be like, no, I know damn well y'all are not for real bisexual. It was a trend in middle school to say you were bisexual. It was. And I don't know if necessarily that was, if it was a trend, if it was kids just discovering sexuality. Nah, niggas, they were straight up lying. Because niggas was was gay. Like, it was cool or whatever, but not really. It was cool to, like, be, like, a little gay but yeah, not really not really gay <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about because yeah. like girls it girl, was it was mostly girls saying they were yeah. bisexual too. girls would kiss so, for the attention of boys that. um and boys would say they were bisexual but it was more you would never do anything it was like oh i'm bisexual yeah literally everyone would be like i'm bisexual but they would never act on it yeah and I mean, we're, we were children as well. Yeah, but it was just, I was like, why? Like this it, was a, it was a thing, Interesting. It was a, it was a thing, I remember <laughs> that. But I think in high school, there were like a few out lesbians in my school. I didn't really think that much of it. And I, I like to think that no one else did either, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that's not the case. Yeah. Because one of the lesbians was a stud. Mm. So I'm like, she probably definitely got some other shit. But she was also popular. Stars. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think we had a few studs. They, but you had to be popular if you were going to be a stud. Yeah, I don't know. I was. It didn't seem too discriminatory from Not, what I could yeah. observe. From what I observed from looking from the outside in. Yeah, but I don't know if that's better or shittier. Yeah, I'm like could have could have been just as shitty. I don't know for everyone because I know like they probably had like a few comments here and there, mm-hmm. but. Nothing like too serious. Yeah, it wasn't obscene. Even for the out white boys at my school, and I'm I'm remembering now we had an out white lesbian. She was so nasty though. I <laughs> I was like, you know what? The homophobia is seeping in my body right now. <laughs> no, she was so dirty. She would walk around school barefoot. Oh, not school. Like yuck. Um, and I think her crew was like all generally queer. Um, but. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was a shittier experience for people who were in the closet or not. Yeah, I'm like, maybe it, I don't know, maybe it was shittier than, like, if a younger person now in PG. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have things changed? Things have definitely changed. Things have definitely changed. I think more people are out. I think more people are accepting. Because even back then, like, I don't remember anyone picking on the out gay white guys. Like, it was just yeah. like oh, we know they're gay. Like, they have colored hair, and one of them has a side part in a swoop, like... Yeah. And they were forced to date each other. That was toxic, because, <laughs> I don't know, they... And everybody was like, well, you guys are gay, you have to date. So they, they date each other. They were obviously not a good match. So it was just very... That's... Very toxic. Mm. <laughs> True. And I don't even know that much if they were, like, gay boys in school. Mm. I don't know if they were out, at least... Wasn't it? I think if they were, yeah, if they were like feminine, yeah, they for sure got some shit. Yeah, definitely everybody was closeted. Because even some guys that came out from my middle school, I was like, oh, you were definitely in like the closet, closet. Like, (laughs) yeah, in order to remain cool, which is sad. Yeah, it is sad. Next question What are your top five artists and your favorite albums from them? My top five artists? Okay. I don't, I'm just thinking about names off the top, not in any order. Kalela, FKA Twigs, Beyonce. 
I feel like trying to put two other artists in the top five is kind of hard, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, my top are Anderson Pack. This is no particular order. Anderson Pack, MF Doom, The Internet, and all their subsidiaries, Smino, and whenever the fuck Sanfa decides he wants to come back. Uh, he re- Sanfa released dropped one album and said, bye. Adios. <laughs> Uh, Hive, we are starving. Uh, but I think favorite album from Kalela is, of course, well, technically not an album, but her mixtape cut for me, iconic, will stand the test of time forever. <laughs> Love that project. For FKA Twigs, LP1, of course, has yet to top it. Magdalene was good, but not better than LP1. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said it. I think we should all be in agreement there. I like to think Beyonce favorite albums B-Day yeah will stand the test of time and has I'm a B-Day stan and has Dangerously in Love stan and a 4 stan I don't know about that one see 4 y'all sleeping on 4 4 is her is a top 3 Beyonce album shut the fuck up (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) Four is a top three Beyonce album, and no one can tell me differently. I feel like self-title was better, but... Did you listen to Four? Yes! When was the last time you listened to Four? A few months ago, probably. In entirety? The whole album? Yes. Hmm. I go... I Literally, every couple months, I have a Beyonce obsession and listen to every one of her songs on repeat. You're going to say self-title. Self-title was better than Four, in my opinion. I'm looking through the track list. I'm not sure about that. I'm I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. Which which album had dance for you? Subtitle was better. Which album has Love on Top? Love on Top was not that great. What album has Party? Not what album great. has the vocal masterpiece of One Plus One? Okay, but Subtitle has Pretty Hurts, has Partition, has Blow, has fucking Haunted. Drunken Love, let's not act like Drunken Love didn't hit. Okay. Okay, you're coming in with some heavy hitters. XO? No. Rocket? We're not going to talk about XO, but. Flawless? You had me at Blow. You had me at Blow. Okay, you know what? See, when I get to this part of the Beyonce ranking, I'm so conflicted because these albums are too good. They're too good. They're too good. And it's not that I'm saying 4 is a bad album. Two bad bitches against each other. It's simply not. I, I don't know. Four has a special place in my heart. She was really singing her ass off that whole album. She did. Brent was due. Sounded amazing. Brent was due. But I was like, the songs on self-titled also really do hit. Self-titled kind of hmm. shaped my high school experience. I think self-titled was one of the first albums I actually Ooh. purchased with and, real money. And we could listen to it because we were old enough. I think that's why it just has a special place for me. Yeah. I think I actually do think this is one of the first albums I actually spent money on because mm-hmm. you know illegal downloads. But <laughs> this no, nah, they had this shit under wraps. You couldn't get yeah. this shit illegally nowhere. nowhere. I was looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had to buy this. I drink. had a, I had an iTunes gift card so I could buy the album. You had to buy. I was the mad as shit. Album. I was like, none of the websites got this. Like. Mm-mm. No, self-titled. Her wow. team said y'all will not pirate this album. Absolutely not. You will purchase <laughs> this. Okay, what's the next question? 
thoughts on fried plantain. Delicious. Love it. It's really the most excellent food. <laughs> Very versatile. Very versatile food. Um, it's delicious. You can fry it. You, oh, I guess they're just asking about fried plantain, but plantain as a whole, you can fry it, you can boil it, you can mash it, uh, you can put it in anything. Have you ever had fried plantain in oatmeal? In oatmeal? No, so but I imagine that's delicious. Good. With some brown sugar on top. Ooh. Ooh. Telling y'all. Sounds good. It's a, it's a, it, just chop it up, or you can just lay it on there. Just chop it up. <sighs> Very good food. Um, I love fried plantain. My father's Jamaican, so we had it a lot. Yeah, just brings great back, food. Brings back good memories. Good memories, yes. It takes forever to fucking ripen, though. <laughs> it do. Hate that part. Okay, so our last question we're going to answer today is opinions on gender. I think gender is stupid. That's just weird. <laughs> I think it's really dumb how we assign, like... We assign boxes for people to be in instead of people just letting people just be themselves. Yeah, especially since the two boxes aren't even, like, that's not even real. Yeah, And they're not, it's not even the only two boxes. Yeah, even if you're like, oh, it's based on genitals, like, that's not the only two genitals you can yeah. have. I'm like, there's plenty of, like, stuff you can read that shows, even chromosome-wise, mm-hmm. there's not only XY and yep. YY. There's... Lots of variation. You mean XX? Whatever the fuck it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, I be a genetics book. I couldn't remember if it was XX or YY, so I just picked one of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, there's plenty of stuff out there that shows, like, there's, like, a whole bunch of different, like, chromosome combinations, mm-hmm. and you could have all types of different stuff going on on an individual level. So there's really no, like, definitive one or the other. Yeah. But you know, niggas don't want to. Niggas don't want us to be free. <laughs> niggas want to beat gender down our fucking throats. Goddamn. I don't need it. Like I think it has its place in some some areas or whatever. Just not in my life. Yeah, it has no, really no place in my life. Gender based things don't really have a place in society because it doesn't make sense. It also doesn't fucking matter. If it's cute, just buy it. If yeah, it, just buy it. And also, like, masculine and feminine. Like, what even are those? We just picked a word and, like, made some shit up about it. And then put clothing in a box with it. And it's like, why? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that by any, all words. We just make them up and assign shit to it. But these are especially truly, heinous. I'm like, what is masculine? What is feminine? What is it? Also, who cares? For real, because especially when you ask people, especially cis people, you ask them what it is, what are, and they describe it. It's like, what are you really describing? You're not really describing anything that's specifically masculine or feminine. You're just describing shit that could yeah. go to anyone. Mm-hmm. But they're like, well, it's this. This is that. And I'm like, but is it? Like, what is it really? Hmm. Food for thought. This week on Dumb Bitch News, we got some real dumb bitches in the house. So we got some real, real dumb, dumb bitches, bitches in the house. First up, miss, I'm blackity black black and I'm blackity black 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 and I eat fried chicken <laughs> and my mama's got the Folgers with the grease in it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Lena Waithe. Annoying ass Lena Waithe. 
She was in the D'Angelo uh, versus comments doing the fucking most. The most. I was like, this cannot be real. So her comments, I'm going to read them, said, I'm convinced a black event can't happen unless Ciroc sponsors it. I feel like I'm at my favorite cousin's uncle's crib. All this set needs is a couch covered in plastic, a bowl of melted candy, a lottery ticket that ain't gonna hit. All this set missing is a can of Folgers filled with chicken grease. Now, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a versus <laughs> competition. Why the fuck would you have a can of Folgers filled with chicken grease? I think apparently D'Angelo has a song called Chicken Grease or something, so it was related. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know shit about D'Angelo. Remember my ultra-religious parents. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shout out to the runner with the do-rag. We see you. Okay, that's not too bad. I, like, okay. All right. D'Angelo, remind me of a pimp I used to know. A pimp you used to... Girl, you're just a pimp that I used to Lena know. Lena Waithe makes me sick. I was like, what is going on? Like, she must be drunk or something. No, nothing is misspelled. <laughs> Why uh, did I order I fried chicken that. and tacos? It's the weed. Let's just keep it going. You know what? I relate to what that What strain one. is it, girl? What strain is it? <laughs> so I can stay away. What strain is it? <laughs> I used to be really worried that, like, Lena Waithe might stumble across the podcast and be like, oh, let me help two struggling black queer youth and, no, like, hear us talking girl, about her. We don't need and now, help. I don't care. I, bruh, like, Lena Waithe is literally embarrassing the lesbian community <laughs> every day. <laughs> Like, and I just be mad because when Lena Wade first, like, came about, it was, I was so excited and really liked her because I, I, I didn't know anything. And she just turned out to be this whole other person. And I'm just upset that I was led Looking astray. something different. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, I was I really liked when Master of None came out. Yeah. And just her character, Denise. I was like, we don't, like, who... Like, where else do we see, like, studs on TV, first mm-hmm. off? And this was technically wasn't even on TV. It was on Netflix, but... I just also don't like content or humor and comedy that is so focused on, we're black and black and black and black and black. I really just don't. Like, it's black because you're in it. Right. When and you, you do know, all that extra, it's inauthentic. It's very inauthentic. Like, I don't know. Maybe other black people live their life like that. I choose not to. Like, this, it's the same thing with this podcast. Like, this podcast is gay because, like, we're gay. Yeah. Every second we're not just like, yeah, and I was eating this pussy then. Oh and my- I was fearing <laughs> this bitch that other day. Like-, like, it doesn't need to be said. Like, if it comes across, like, sure, but. It's like, we don't need to, like, be extra. Every punchline has something about, like, blackness. Like, it's enough that you're black. It's enough yeah. that you're black. You don't have to overcompensate for it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what are you overcompensating for? Because we didn't even read all the ones she said. She said, if black and mild were a person. What does that mean? If a black and mild... I'm like, was this... I don't know. My favorite one... she said... (laughs) Is D'Angelo looks like he smells like cigarettes and freedom. Cigarettes and freedom. Maybe them smells is not even in the same part of the Walmart candle section, Okay. What do you think freedom smells like? A black and mild? <laughs> she really said, girl, let me get all these draft tweets out in these comments. Girl should have stayed in the drafts. It's her and Jamil Hill. 
Bro, I saw someone say Lena Waithe and Jamel Hill should have a talk show. God, it would be so fun. <laughs> I want the podcast. Drop the podcast. Oh, it would be terrible. It would be terrible. They would just be talking in in uh in chronicities like this all for the entire thing. Jesus, they would really be trying to one up each other. Who's the blackest? Who's the blackest? Who's the blackest? Lena Waithe and Jamil Hill's new uh podcast coming called "Who's the Blackest." Plot twist: Neither of them. <laughs> it's it's so disingenuous, like. Yeah, it just, like, just give it up. It was like, is she trying out new material or what? I don't know what was going on that night, but she was doing the most, girl. And it's just like, everything that she makes now is just like, it reminds me of the black exploitation era where it was like, and we're niggers. Like, <laughs> I mean, except that was like on purpose. It was like sat- satirical in a good way. I don't know if she's doing this on purpose. I'm like, is this on purpose? I don't know, but it's not good either way. I don't know. I'm just over it. I And I hate that Hollywood is like, well, you got one black lesbian. No more for uh, you. Please, another one. Please, where are you? We need you. Let us in. Help, help us. Let us in. <laughs> Speaking of uh, let us in, this guy was trying to pick me up uh, off the corner this week. He was this fake pastor. And I'm putting him in Dead Mitch News not because he was trying to, like, chase after me, but just because it was so obvious that he was lying about being a pastor. <laughs> so I'm coming out of the hair store. Like, I even forgot what I got. And I didn't even see him, but he had been cha- Like, the blonde brown wig really sends niggas for a whirlwind. I don't know what wow. it... The power that that wig has on my head... Man, they because said a feminine woman. Hmm. I posted a picture on Instagram, and this guy from elementary school, the guy that comes back every Mercury retrograde, like clockwork, <laughs> literally slid in my DMs and was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Please leave me alone. I never respond to you, <laughs> and I don't want to have to block you because I actually know you, and that's a little bit awkward for me." I mean, if you don't get the hint by now, that block will surely get the hint across. <sighs> that's true. I hope so. But anyway, this guy chases me out of the the hair store, and I get in my car, and he's banging my window, and I, I have my hair pods in, and I see him, and I get so scared, because my car, oh, I forgot to talk about this earlier, but my car window had got smashed in this week, so I was, I'm thinking somebody's running up on me trying to smash my window in again or something, you know, I'm, I'm a little shook, and he's like, uh, he makes me roll down the window, and he goes, oh, uh, you have the presence of someone who should run my church's nonprofit, and I was like, okay and then he was like what type of scam yeah i was like what kind of scam he's like it's like a salary position like we would pay you and stuff like that and i was like um okay Mm. and he's like do you have time to talk about it right now i was like i really don't and he was like no 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 like just give me your number and like it's cool like i'll text you with the details later so i just give him my number so he can fucking leave me alone and i can go home Mm. i figured he might forget but no not only did this man double text me then he called me like three times at nine o'clock at night and the text was wild suspicious because he was like, hi, this is Pastor Wallace. We met earlier today. Um, just want to let you know how much of a blessing it was to run into you today. Praise the Lord, prayer hand emoji. Then he goes, uh, if you have time, maybe we could k- grab dinner and talk over uh, the business tonight. Salad emoji, wine emoji. And I was like, first Absolutely all, not. <laughs> on top of everything, this man had an Android. So <laughs> I'm sorry, like. I've dated men with androids. I think the only men I've dated have had androids. Like, I've never dated a man who has an iPhone. 
And we see where that's gotten me. <laughs> so I'm wary. And I was like, this man is obviously not a pastor. Like, I'm sorry. You didn't give me, you didn't give me a name of the church. Hmm. You didn't give me like a website. Like, I feel like if you really wanted me to be on this position, like you would send me a link to the job announcement, the church, like what y'all do. I feel like a pastor, a real pastor wouldn't use emojis. I don't know. I just feel like... Pastors can't use emojis? I feel like that's a Babylon thing. That's very secular. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't respond. And then I was like, I texted him in the morning. I was like, hey, I slept on it. Really don't want to do this anymore. Because I was like, you know what? I'm working on setting boundaries. I'm bettering myself. And I don't have to do shit that I don't want to do. Period. So, so he was like, that's cool. And as niggas do, he was like, you know but can we be friends? And I was like, absolutely not. And on top of that, I was like, you already tried to call my phone. Did I give you permission to call my phone? Especially unannounced. I would have gave him a fake number. Did he text you right away on the spot? I thought he was going to text me right away. So that's why I gave him my real number. And I was like, I can always just block him. I would have blocked him after the first message. Like, I didn't even see the messages (laughs) until he started calling my phone. I was like, who is this? That's a little weird. I was like, I did not give you permission to call my phone. You don't know me like that. And unannounced. Like, what was what was even the end goal? And I'm like, okay, let's say that I I agree to, like, go out with you or whatever. I would eventually find out that you were a fake pastor. Yep. Then what? Like, the relationship. It always happens. The relationship is built on lies. How should I trust? Why should I trust you? What a mess. These scammers nowadays. But I told him I wasn't interested in being friends or whatever. I was like, oh, no, I'm a heathen. You know, I might, like, I was trying to be kind of funny, like. <laughs> You know, like, haha, like, okay, no, but like, uh, but like I'm trying yes, to be nice a little bit. I'm a heathen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm kind of a heathen, so I might drag you down. And he was like, no, I think it will work out. And my therapist was like, this is a red flag that you should identify and not talk to this person anymore. So she was like, just block him. <laughs> yeah, just, just block. Because I just blocked him. But <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, People out are of so weird. All the lies to be a pastor. Yeah, and not even say the church you a pastor at? I wanted to, and, like, part of me... Why wanted, did you ask? I really wanted to. I really wanted to fuck with him for a minute. Like, not, like, fuck with him, like, on a... But yeah. just, like, mess with him. Like, oh, what church? Like, act like I'm really interested in stuff. But I have grown. I no longer do those things. <laughs> and, yeah. I love that. Another tale of growth. Another tale of growth. Like, I'm really growing. You know, I'm really doing it, guys. Wow. Maybe, see, is that the only good thing that comes with age growth if you if you really mm. work at it it'd be hard mm. yeah yeah it'd be hard because i was also trying to proactively get rid of some stuff like i want to move soon and plus my family just has a sprinkle of hoarding in the in the gene pool <laughs> sprinkle sprinkle of hoarding so i was like let me be proactive about this and not accumulate more things like let me let go of stuff that i obviously don't use um and that was really hard. Really, I don't really like doing that. Yeah, letting go of stuff. You got, you got to Marie Kondo your place. Be like, Ugh. is this is this bringing you joy? I had to <laughs> let go of my old friend's uh, guitar set. Like, because I had a set for her and she had a set for me with a bass at her house. And I had to let it go. That was so hard. Like, I was like, this is not serving me joy. I hate looking at this shit. It brings back memories every time I look at it. And I was like, I just mm. got to give it away. Yeah, I just got to bite the bullet. And bite the bullet. I'm happy I did. The person who got it, like, seems like they'll be better served by it. But I was like, 
So yeah, this was not bringing me joy. And it had like a lot of residual energy. Maybe that's why I wasn't practicing my instruments because it was over there and I was like, mm, I feel. See, the bad, the bad energy was affecting your instruments. It was affecting my instruments. <laughs> affecting your whole music corner. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, maybe I should have given her her amp back, but also. Fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. And <laughs> you should have came and got you it. You should have got your shit if you really wanted it. If you really wanted it. You would have been had it if you really wanted it. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. The time has passed. Time has passed. That wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5 Lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I ride the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders, snapbacks and fanny packs. Ooh, my nigga. We got DMT in the bathroom, pillows all up in the bathtub, bodies on bodies on bodies on my